Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Cooper Rife's extraordinarily assured debut film, Shithouse, follows a lonely college freshman, Alex, during his first year at college, first time away from home. Alex is closed off from his classmates, who all appear to have the whole college thing figured out. He meets Maggie. Maggie's a sophomore. She is his RA and has been crushing college since day one. They strike up a relationship. It really evolves into a wonderful story of two people trying to figure things out. We're joined today by the director, writer, editor, and lead actor in the film Shithouse, and that would be Cooper Rife. Cooper, welcome to Film School Radio. Thank you so much for having me. Tell me a little bit about where the story from, for Shithouse came about. I, My sophomore year of college, I decided that I wanted to make a movie over spring break because I didn't have spring break plans and neither did my two best friends. And they weren't filmmakers or actors, but I uh, somehow convinced them to say yes. And then we made a movie called Madeline and Cooper that was just about two college kids walking up a mountain to bury a turtle. And okay. <laughs> that movie was a pile of crap because uh, it was literally three people and we're like booming each other while we're acting in scenes. And the person who was filming it had never held a camera before. And it had like dead, like eight dead pixels, but we put it on YouTube. I tweeted the link to JD Plus of the Duplass brothers. Yeah. And I said, bet you won't click on this link and then email me after. And he emailed me like 12 hours later saying he watched it with his wife and they really liked it. And we ended up getting lunch and kind of just became friends for a little bit. And then it turned into him helping me make that movie into uh, this movie. So, so, so it started with the turtle, turtle scene that we see in, in we see in Shithouse. Yeah, it, it started with, uh, it's had the argument of there's this kid who doesn't know how to take care of himself and really wants to like be there for other people in an unhealthy way. And then they meet because her turtle died. Yeah. And uh, he's like, we have to do a burial and we have to like, uh, grieve this loss and they I think take care of things in each other that need to be taken care of and they help each other grow up yeah I want to talk about the character of Alex and how he evolves and how he is sort of the, his ability to kind of be a little bit of a knave in all of this in this environment but at the same time kind of a a sage of sorts he's he seemed his character is so grounded which is, I think, but but also unsure of himself in an environment that feels very foreign to him. I want to talk about that, but before I do, I want to go back to what you were just talking about with Jay Duplass and sort of the evolution of the development of this film. What gave you the confidence to go from kind of what you were describing as sort of a mangled attempt to make a short film about a, a, the burial of a turtle to being director, producer, editor, and lead actor, and be able to do all those things so well. What what gave you that confidence? I think, uh, well, I, having the experience of making that first one helped, but also the biggest thing was Jay Duplass really liked it. And that gave me every, all the confidence in the world because I admire him so much and I really am in love with his work and 
everything that he does. And when he said that he liked it, I think I realized that, oh, I like it too. <laughs> and so that gave me a lot of confidence and uh, him being confident in me, like when I, when we made the decision, like I'm going to do all these different parts and him saying that he was confident in that helped me be confident in that as well. Well, and he had done it as well. Yeah. Right? He had done the same thing in, in, in his films. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He does all, he does it all too. That's amazing. Well, I want to go back to these two wonderful characters of Alex and Maggie. Dylan Galula is just remarkable. I think this film would not work nearly as well as you guys weren't able to kind of bounce off of one another the way you are. The confidence she has in her performance in, in that character. Both of you feel like these are characters that you've really lived with, that you really felt like you knew very well. And that confidence comes across on screen. Um, how did you decide to go with Dylan Galula for the role of Maggie? Or yeah, how did she, that happen? She is a very confident actress and she's uh, very rigid too. And I, our first lunch was kind of scary. She's kind of Maggie on steroids. Like what I wrote on the page, she's kind of like that and even more in real life. And <laughs> so it, it just, I knew it was going to be perfect. I knew it was going to be tough, but like, there was a, a chemistry there and also but I think they feel lived in too because it's very much based on a relationship uh, a three-year relationship that I had with a girl named Madeline who I'm still best friends with and I wrote the script while we were together and she was reading every version and she was like make sure you put this in there make sure you put this in there and so it was always like a three-dimensional character because it couldn't have not been like it's just so based on her and our relationship so I think that's part of the reason why but then you have Dylan who's just truly incredible uh as an actor but also just like as a person and her instincts are so dead on and I think the confidence is just like yeah she's confident but she's just so smart and always just with it in a way that I don't think a lot of actors are she's truly remarkable yeah, she's really, really good. You're both really good in it. What I was so drawn to in your in your two characters is this sort of very natural feel. And and a lot of that comes from not only your performance, it's sort of the bearing that you you bring to the these roles, but also the dialogue is so spot on. And it's so it's it's sharp, it's smart, but it's also awkward in the right ways that you would be awkward in, in the situations you find yourself in. And I, that sounds like that might be a byproduct of the, the development of the script with you and Madeline, or is it just a, or was it hooking up with Dylan in this role and she brought that level of kind of naturalness to it? Definitely both. Like I, it, we didn't have, we didn't have time to improvise. So I just spent so much time making sure that the script felt so so organic but also said all the things that I wanted it to say and I tend to not like movies that I hear were improvised because it seems like why you're not saying like what are you trying to say with the movie I really really care about saying something so um, but I also just really really care about it feeling like it could be some kind of documentary like you feel like a fly on the wall and like I, I don't think about wanting it to sound like real people I just don't I don't want to ever write anything else and that's so so important to me and then you have dylan like i said who's so amazing and she's not just so good at being natural she's also she brings something to that natural uh organic feel like i think as an actor 
like for me, I think I'm good at being realistic and grounded, but there's this whole other thing of bringing, I don't know what it is, but you certain stars just have that thing. Like she's a star in the way that she just, she could just sit there on camera and you want to watch it for hours because she's so engaging in the way that she's like focused and you can see her home life in her eyes. And like, she's just really remarkable and engaging in that way. And, and just, is so great on camera. Um, but yeah, I think it's, so I think it's a combination of both. Yeah. You know, it's funny um, because I do radio. I, I, well, I talk to other people who are just starting out on radio and I'll tell them, you just have to be yourself, but a little bit more. Right. Just, yeah. Not a lot more. You just have to be a little more, a little more energy, a little more of what you are without redlining basically. Right. And that's how this feels. It feels like that's the, what you both brought to this performance and and again, the way that you talk with with each other, there's a this naturalness, but also this honesty, which often in films that are about young people trying to find their way, can sound a little hyperbolic. But I, I felt like you you found that kind of sweet spot in your ability to to bring up painful past experiences, things that had happened in your characters' lives, without it ever sounding mean or or abrasive. It was just it was this really a great part of this film is this ability to kind of maintain that, that sort of vibe to it. It really comes across. Thank you so much. By the way, I want to remind our listeners speaking with the director of the new film shit house, uh, Cooper Rife. And uh, he, in addition to being director, producer, editor, lead actor, writer, uh, just a few things in his <laughs> first film. Uh, one of the other things that makes uh, shit house stand out, for me and really one of the better films I've seen uh, narrative films I've seen this year. And that is all these characters that you brought into it. The smaller roles are really, really well done. All the people, I can't think of anybody in the film that had a what a so-called minor role that I just didn't warm up to right away. Your roommate, you know, the people that she were in her life, all this, just everything about this. I, I don't know where you got all these people, but they're all great in it. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's the, I mean, truly the only thing, uh, it's a small, small movie. And that was kind of the only thing that I cared about was making sure that everyone, everyone who came on camera felt so real and lived in. And I, that's kind of like all I care about. So that, <laughs> that um, like finding the right actors, but also making sure that they feel comfortable and they like what they're saying and they feel like it's uh, I, I mean, I had a lot of conversations spent so much time with each character who, who he, like there's, I mean, there are characters come in just for like a funny uh, scene and or like a funny gimmick, but I got, even those characters, I really wanted it to, to feel like, yeah, I wanted you to fall in love with everybody. And I think a lot of uh, movies don't do that. I think a lot of movies, even kind of advertiser movies is like, yeah, I know these people are unlikable, but that's life or whatever. I really want you to fall in love with all of them. And um, it's, a lot of them are my friends. But like Logan is just someone who I've always thought is an incredible actor. And when he said yes to it, I was just like, I just knew it would be so awesome because he's so great and so funny. And just, I always just, when I watch him in things, even when I hate his guts, I love him. And I really wanted that quality with the roommate. But yeah. I, I had a roommate who even looked like Logan. Okay. I mean, just <laughs> yeah. the same exact in college, by the way. So I understand. I mean, this that's another thing I really kind of related to all this, the sort of awkwardness of being away from home for the first time, you know, really, uh, there's so much here. Let people know they can, they can check this out at shithousemovie.com. They can find out more about it. It's a virtual release. Uh, yeah. 
it's virtual and it's actually going to play in some theaters and on October 16th okay. uh, of that Friday. Um, but not that many theaters. So the main way to watch it is VOD and like Amazon prime and those sorts of things. It's coming out soon. Well, congratulations. By the way, it won the Grand Jury Prize Narrative Film at the 2020 South by Southwest Festival, even though we didn't get to see the festival in its full, you know, in its full regalia of that it usually is. Nonetheless, you walked away with one of the top prizes at the festival, and that's that's something to be proud of. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for this film. I really look forward to more work from you and when and if all that comes to pass, I hope you come back and join us again on Film yes. School Radio. Okay? Let's, talk, let's talk next time too. Very good. The film again is called Shit House. We've been talking with the director, writer, producer, editor, and lead actor, and that would be Cooper Reif. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio. 